Hello, and welcome back to another episode of your weekly wellness podcast. I'm Stacy here with my sister Jasmine. Hey, happy Monday. Hey, everybody. For those that don't know what the weekly wellness is, it is an editorial we send out each Monday morning to just kind of get your week on the right foot. Mm -hmm. Uh, We incorporate meditation as much as possible as we feel that is the backbone to any growth and fantastic pursuit. Correct. So this week's topic, football. And it's preseason right now. It's about to be the season. And for those that don't know, Jazz and I are incredible sports fans. Any sport in general. Yes. I think because they're both really competitive. So it's like... Our whole family's competitive. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we could be playing, like, frisbee golf, and I will beat you. No, have you seen us play cards? Which is why this topic was so funny, because we're talking about football and the competitive nature of that, but how it applies to life on a lot of different levels. Mm -hmm. So we'll get into that this week. Yes. This week's topic was, what position do you play? And for those who don't watch football or who are uh, boycotting it this season for obvious reasons, we get it. Um, But I do think there's something interesting about thinking about what position you're currently playing in your in your life right now. Like, what is that role? Because if you're if you feel like a running back, you feel like you're fighting for every yard. It's like no matter what you do. You can barely get an inch. Even though you're working the hardest, you feel like you've only moved the ball a few inches. Maybe that's you in your life right now. Mm -hmm. And I've been there. I know that feeling, and it sucks. And you're kind of like, ugh, what do I do with that? Sorry for losing anyone who doesn't know about running backs or the game. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe explain (laughs) the positions really quick. Just really quick, the positions. You have the running back. Their job is to run the ball. Mm -hmm. The quarterback usually gives them a hand toss or, you know, something really small. Their job is to run it through defenders mm-hmm. and go as far as they can. They usually don't get very far. No. At all. No. And it's a struggle. They get beat up the most. Correct. They take all the hits. They take all the hits. Yep. <laughs> yep. Quarterback. Mm-hmm. Quarterback's job is to look for openings and look for opportunity to score. Correct. Through the passing game. And he has a whole team of people making sure he doesn't get hit. Right. And he has, and he tries to find multiple options. Yes. So if you can't give it to your to your running back, you're going to try to give it to a wide receiver or a tight end. You're going you're going to try to figure out another way to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but I'm saying <laughs> that's funny because I swear, she talks to everyone like they know about football. And oh, I realize okay. Okay. you say tight end, people will be like, "What the hell is that?" You, but you get what I'm saying that there's always another way to think about how to make the touchdown. Got it. Right, but there are just multiple about positions right now. Okay, we'll talk about how it applies to life in a second. All right, running All right. backs. They push the ball, mm-hmm. work the hardest, mm-hmm. get the most hits. Quarterback, see down the field, mm-hmm. looking for the pass, looking for how to score on the entire field, and every single player has to be monitored, right? Yes, but they're still in the heat of the game. But they're and still in the ha- game. Right, and you, yes. have to, and you have to make the decisions really quickly. So mm-hmm. there's an, uh, even though you have what we call an offensive line to protect <laughs> you, right, to try to yes. keep you in that pocket, realistically, you're still kind of scrambling a bit because you keep having to try to figure out where is going to be the opening True. that I can actually get the ball There's through. There's still a sense of danger. It's not until Complete. you become an owner and you're sitting in the box Watch it from the game up top. Exactly. Until you can feel at ease and see You're how... in that air-conditioned room in your <laughs> spiffy little suit, and you're looking at all these men running on the field, and you're like, I think I'm going to get rid of that one, that yep. one. Or you have a... He's like, you know, make him run this route, and mm-hmm. you can see the whole game from the top. Correct. Right? Correct. And it's so much like life in that sometimes you are, like, in the sticks. Mm-hmm. Like, you're in that running back position where you're just... You can't even see anything outside of that. Right. There's no advantage. Right. Because you're in it. You have the ball. You have to go as far as you can just to 
survive. Right. right? You got to work as hard as you can just to get a few yards. And if that feels like you, then what we just suggested in the editor's letter this week was to just get a quarter turn on your perspective. Think about mm-hmm. the game from another position, right? So yeah. if you weren't a running back right now, and let's say you were the quarterback, yeah. what would you do differently? Exactly. Exactly. To change your position. Exactly. To get a, a different perspective. To give a different perspective. So if I'm the running back, I'm going to take a quarterback look and say, okay, what can I do to make this easier? Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep running the ball through this line. Right. And, and getting, getting three up. yards at a time. <laughs> Correct. Yes. What strategy can I use to get the ball down the field? Exactly. And when we say get the ball down the field, of course, we, you know, we love a good metaphor, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about just goals in general. How do I get to the next step in my meditation practice? Correct. How do I get to the next step in getting my kids the education that they need? Yes. Or the job that I want that's going to make me happy. Right. These are all the things that we look How at to, right. in our field of life. Correct. In that way. Exactly. And I think that there's sometimes, too, where it's like when you see that you have an opening, the thing about being a quarterback is that you think quickly. So you don't hesitate. But that means you have to know what you want you to know your mo- yeah. in order to see when your moment happens. True. And I think so many times people don't make a decision and you keep running the ball the way you've been running the ball mm-hmm. because you just don't know what you want to see next. When you know what you want, step out of yes. the running back role. Exactly. Put on the quarterback lens and then that way you can look at all the possible options that you have yeah. in order to get where you're trying to go. But you have to know where you're trying to go. Yeah. But what's funny though, even in that quarterback position, there's pressure. Oh, completely. Because that offensive line is not going to hold back the defense for Correct. very long. I think that's what, six seconds? That's yeah. a long time. Every now and again, you, you get definitely seconds. get sacked. <laughs> <laughs> for anyway, like, yes. Oh my God, I'm even going to the quarterback exactly. to get sacked the most. But, <laughs> and, um, if, and, and if you don't know what it means to get sacked, it basically means that the defensive line broke through the people who are supposed to protect you, and you and get you're clobbered. On your ass. You're on your ass, and you got <laughs> clobbered. The ball is hopefully still in your hand, and you didn't fumble, but you're and, down. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Quarterbacks aren't made to take hits. No. So no. that's never a good thing. And so, then it kind of throws him off sometimes. Oh, have you seen Brady? Oh, my God. <laughs> Brady, after a tackle, looks like a regular football player. Stop, stop, I'm going to stop there in case there's We're any Patriots fans. There. But <laughs> the point is, just because you are the quarterback doesn't mean you're not going to feel that pressure. Correct. And it's important to, if you're a quarterback and you feel pressured, you know you're looking long term. Mm-hmm. You know where you want the ball and you're trying to find it, but you feel that pressure. Mm-hmm. You have to change positions. Mm -hmm. You have to become the owner. The owner who's at the top looking down, not in the sticks, doesn't feel pressure. Correct. Can see all of it from a different lens. Mm -hmm. So changing the lens in any position that you are will always help your long-term game. Correct. In terms of getting the goal. Well, I think what uh, we wrote about this in the editor's letter a little bit, but I think it's helpful to mention here too, is that as the owner, you are looking at the long game, right? The running back is trying to get yards. The quarterback is trying to get Get touchdowns, but the owner is looking at the long game. And that means not just this game, that's the entire season. You're looking at the entire season. And when you start to think about your life as more than just this one game, Mm, I feel like you you give yourself room to uh, bounce back from a decision that maybe wasn't the best one or to find a new way to do something. Yeah. You realize like like a, a loss isn't fatal. Yeah. A dropped catch isn't the end of the game. It's one play. It's one play. Yeah. But you know, it's also funny that you say the owner sees it as one game. But game being that important piece. Mm. Because to the owner, this is not life or death. This is, you know, this is uh, an expensive pastime. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> right? No, a lucrative a pastime. A lucrative pastime. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And so I think the perspective of the running back is, look, I need to do this mm-hmm. to perform, to earn a paycheck, to earn mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks, I need to perform to do this and to get it, you know, to win games, mm-hmm. to get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Owner does not care. The mm-hmm. owner can see the whole game as a game. And I feel like it's harder to get there. Yeah. To win things that don't matter as much or if they're not as fatal as I need to get my basic living needs met. Yeah. But that is the goal. I feel like once you're there, it's a lot easier to watch a game and be a little, be less on the line. Yeah. Like you, like you're not so invested that you can't like let things play out how they play out. It's hard to enjoy the game if you're playing for the, for survival mode. Correct. It's never fun to play a game in survival mode. Correct. Correct. I would agree with that. There's actually, so, well, this is actually, it's starting to get more about life in general and how we see our life in general. And there was one article that I really enjoyed in this week's wellness. It was the one that was, um, football is like life. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, that's a great article. There's about 19 different or 20 ways that it applies and all of these work. I thought they were all really helpful. So yeah. I, I I don't want to go through all of them, obviously, but there were a few that I wanted to point out. There were most of them that I say are the ones that the writer mentioned. And then there were a few that came up that he kind of mentioned in passing. And I was like, ooh, no, that's a nugget. You should have brought that one out. <laughs> so yeah. um, I won't say them all, but I will say a couple of them. So the first one that I really liked was leave it all on the field. Basically, yeah. don't play a half-ass game. <laughs> right like like usually the winning team is the one who comes out to win yeah right you don't put in half your effort you don't put in 50 percent of your energy you, you play like the browns <laughs> <laughs> sorry to all the browns fans um <laughs> but you see what i'm saying where it's like you go out and for that game whatever you worked for whatever you brought to the table you play it all and i think sometimes yeah. We go small in our lives because we're not putting it all, all on the field. Or, as you know? you know, our grandma would say, you put in half-ass efforts, you're going to get half-ass results. Exactly. Anything you want to do, if you're not going to do it 100%, don't do it Don't do it. Then maybe, then maybe it's not really what you want to do. Yeah. And then, like, have a sit-down with yourself and figure out what that is. Yeah. But if you're going to do something in your life, whether that's making your marriage work, whether that's raising great kids, whether that's moving up in the corporate ladder, whether that's just living a life that you enjoy, whatever it is. Even the like, smallest things. Finding yeah. free time in your day. Find, finding 10 minutes to ride a bike. Whatever Great. it is. Great. Double down on that. Yep. Double down on that. Don't play a half game. Go big or go game. home, y'all. <laughs> exactly. These are the sports. This is the sports episode. Go big or go home. It really is. We're going to try to see if we can cram in as many <laughs> sports, sports analogies as possible. What's funny, This the article, you can tell, is written by a guy who used to play sports because he actually yes. trained a few people in the NFL. Yeah. So, he's like, yeah, he's like yeah. a, yeah, he's okay. a conditioner for different players players in the NFL. Yeah, so, yeah, and I put the article in there thinking, I wonder how many of the people that listen to us are actual football fans or anything know the sport. So if you don't know it, I think <laughs> athletes will at least be somewhat interested. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like I said, current politics aside. Um yes. so the second one that came to me that I thought was really interesting and we actually kind of already touched on it, preparation is the key to success. Mm-hmm. both personal and professional. And if you realize, you know, a lot of times the training camps that they do, the exercises that they do, they watch tape, they look at everything from, like, they watch uh, game film, they lift weights, they review and dissect all of their previous games to keep tightening up and improving their performance. Here's the thing. Have you seen a team go on the field and one or two people don't know the playbook? It is 
it is the most horrible thing to watch. It really is. It's, it's like painful. watching grown men scramble trying to figure things out at the last minute. It's Every, like Pee Wee League, and you're like, "What awful. are you doing?" Everyone has to know the playbook. Exactly, and and here and this actually goes into my next thing. Once you know the plan, run your route. <laughs> oh, it kills me when you can see somebody not run their route. You're like, dude, the ball was right there. I know who messed the, up. I, you messed up. up. The quarterback, the quarterback had called the play. Chest. Right? Uh, I can't. Everybody lined up exactly where they were supposed to be, and you're the one little like numbskull out on the sidelines looking lost. Run, run your, your route. route. So I think, and I I say this because I think a lot of times. We know what we need to do, mm, but, we don't or, do but we don't do it. No. And so it's we like, try to run someone else's route, thinking, oh, I'll get the ball faster this way. No. no run, run your yeah. route. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like, I think, with meditation and with being thoughtful about next steps in your life, you've really thought through, what what do I want? What mm-hmm. what? Where do I want to be a year from now, mm-hmm. five years from now, ten years from now? And here's the thing: if you, once you have that, you know exactly what route you need. Right. So anything that deters from that route, you're not on it. Exactly. So when so if you're not running your route, it kind of doesn't make sense at that point. It's like yeah. you're you're sabotaging your own game. Mm-hmm. So once you do the research, once you figured out what you want, once you know the plan, run you your know. route. <laughs> <laughs> because the the beauty of that is. When preparation meets opportunity, it absolutely equals success. But you have to be there for that. You have that's to be true. in that position. And if you're spot. not in the spot to catch yeah. the ball, then that's on you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, I thought that that made a lot of sense to me. Um, the next one, and this is actually kind of a throwback to an old uh, wellness that we did. But he says, you got to have some thoroughbreds on your team. Sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so goes. for those who've yeah. been rolling with us for a while, you may remember uh, Squad Goals episode. Was yeah, first, yeah, it was one of our old podcasts called Squad Goals, and it was also weekly wellness, and it was all about the the type of people that you need to have on your team. Yes, because you know, and the biggest part of that article was. And that wellness mm-hmm. was that you really are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Correct. And so if you're hanging around with people that are in the same like-minded space that you are, mm-hmm. you guys are all going to be elevated at the same time. Correct. Right? Correct. For some, it's, you know, a group of friends that are all, you know, doing really positive things in their life. And so you being around them allows you to be doing that same thing or moving mm-hmm. toward your goal. For some people, it's a really great supportive partner. Like maybe you got somebody who's fully, like, in your camp and on your team yeah. and is like your rock. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People that push you. Yes. You know? Yes. Push, people that push get results as well. Exactly. You know, you can't have nice coaches all the time. Yes. Like, the, the, the ones, yeah. In your, you know, as they say. Yeah, getting all up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. They push you, but then they also make you better. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Which actually goes into my next one. Ooh, I'm making all the great segues. You are, actually, without <laughs> even knowing it. But this one, I, this one, I think, is key. And we haven't ever talked about it in depth, but I think it's really important. Learn how to be coachable and work well with others. Mm. If you notice, when there is, like, a really mm. great superstar on a team, they don't last long if they're not coachable. Just because yeah. you're good doesn't mean you can't be great, but you have to yeah. let somebody coach you. 
And a lot of times, especially if you've had to fight to get where you are, you, you feel like you, you know got it, it all figured out, yeah, right? Yeah. And I think there's always room to grow as people. I could be 60 years old. There's still something I don't know. There's you know still what? something to learn. I think that's our next balance because that's a lesson that I think we can learn over and over yes. again. That's something that I probably yes. can well, get read up on as well and remind myself that, you know. There's always room to grow. Absolutely. And I think when when we don't allow ourselves to be coachable or we Mm -hmm. or we come off like with an attitude that says, I know everything, then it turns people off and then they don't even want to coach you. They don't want to help you. They don't want to show you opportunities that might be available to you because you come off as so haughty that it's like, okay, well, you'll figure it out. Well, I don't know about that, because a lot of times we talk about how to know your strategy and know what you bring to the table. I mean, half the time we last podcast was get your seat at the table. Well, that requires confidence. I agree. But that's the thing. There's a, there's, there's a way it's there's a balance. Confidence versus arrogance. Correct. Correct. Mm, maybe that's our next moment. Yeah. There's confidence and there's arrogance. And I think that if you, if you notice the superstars that are on teams that do well, it's because they know how to be coached. They know they're good, mm-hmm. right? And they made sure that that check was right when they signed on because they know <laughs> what they're worth. Yeah. But they also knew that they had room to grow. And they knew that in this particular organization, it may not have worked like the last organization. So yeah. you have to figure out who's on the team and how do you work with who's on that team. With the new group. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, be, and it's about being flexible. Yeah. You know? And it's, and nobody As wins a, a Yeah, nobody wins a game by themselves. I mean, unless you're LeBron James, but that's another story. <laughs> but I, what I'm saying is, the the team has to win. In order for the team to win, everyone has to play their part, but you have to work well with everybody on the team. I thought that was a really important a really important point. It's like learn how to be a coachable person and a, treat every opportunity as an opportunity to learn, even though you know you're bringing something great to the table. Uh-huh. And then my last one that I thought was really interesting, <laughs> you ever notice like when, um, when you see the coaches um, talking on their headsets? You mean cursing into their headsets? Pretty much. Yeah. But uh, but it, but he says, be ready to call in an audible. An audible <laughs> is when you get that, 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 that new direction from up at the top that says, Mm-mm, it's not working. We got to change direction. <laughs> we got to change no tactics. And I think sometimes yeah. we get so invested in the process that we've been doing that we are uncomfortable changing direction. True. And here's the thing. If you've only been a running back your entire life, mm-hmm. you will always play like running back unless you make a change. Correct. Right? Correct. Audible is, nope, I see something's different. This isn't working. We have to switch it up. Well, and right. I, we touched on this a little bit in the editor's letter, which is that there are sometimes. If you feel like in your life things are moving like you're a running back, then you have to move the ball in other areas of your life. I mean, so it's it's sort of like you have to be willing to change direction and and be willing yes. to like change change tracks. And you know that applies to all positions. Yeah, that applies to the running back. Yeah, applies to the quarterback. Yeah, always be willing to look outside of your current situation and what's currently available to mm-hmm. you to make the play always be willing to change direction if that's what's required so Mm -hmm. um, that's why we want to make sure that we are always coming from a really centered place because then you're able to know intuitively when it's time to change direction yeah yeah and don't be afraid to make that call Mm -hmm. right no matter how much you've invested so far it could be that like "Mm, it's just not happening you got to move to something else (laughs) rather than trying to you know beat a dead horse yeah um so those were i think my top tips did you have anything you want to add i mean as a final note i just remember when i was in my running back days and it felt like that is just it's hard to see anything outside of that space mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it really is changing your vantage point and that's through meditation practice yeah because yeah, it's yeah. hard to when you're getting beat up <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying you're <laughs> when getting, you're fighting for every yard yeah. you're getting beat up it's it's really hard to see outside of that 
defensive line. Correct. Correct. So, so that's all. Meditation is your best friend. <laughs> uh, and if you like what you heard, you want to find out more about Black Zen, you can always go to our website, blackzen.co. If you have not gotten the weekly wellness and you're wondering why it is not in your current inbox, <laughs> you can sign up on our website, blackzen.co, and we send it out every Monday, 9 a.m. PST. Uh, keep in mind, I think next Monday is actually Labor Day, so anytime uh, there's a holiday on a Monday, it'll go out on the Tuesday morning, oh, so just reminder. as a heads up. Yes. Oh, and you know, we hinted a few weeks ago about a new project that we're working on, a secret project that we have. It's probably not a secret anymore it's yes. on our website, but your team has finally created the revised version of the Beginner's Guide to Meditation in printed form. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've added a progress tracker. Journal um, pages. A six-week plan, really. Yeah. To give more. We need more guidance in terms of getting that meditation practice off the ground. We're so excited about the newly designed pages, the extra content. It's going to be cool. Nice, so yeah. we're proud of it. And so that'll be available in the next month. Yeah, which we're excited yeah, about. I mean, it's available now, but it won't be printed until Correct. the 15th. So, the, yeah, so. The, it hits hits the newsstands <laughs> September 15th. Yeah. Um, so you can, uh, you can sign up now for a uh, pre-order if you want to. Um, but it really is just designed to get people who are just starting out with a meditation practice to help you stay consistent to help keep you motivated throughout your process and then also to have different techniques that you try each week so mm-hmm. you start to find what really works for you so that yeah. it's not just something that you talk about but it's something that you're actually able to practice on a daily basis. Because we were getting a lot of requests for the PDF version in printed form. Mm-hmm. Right now the one online is just a, you know, it's just on your phone. Right. And we thought, you know, let's give them a little more than that. Yeah. And you know, if, yep. if this is going to be a guidebook, mm-hmm. let's make it a real guidebook that can be used and tracked and for... But my personal journey, writing it down and seeing the progress, it really makes a difference mm-hmm. in terms of how consistent I can become. Correct. And I can go back to that first week and say, oh, wow, last, you know, when I first started, I had a half a second yeah. of yeah. silence. Yeah. So you get to see how you change over time. And I think that's really, really encouraging. Yeah. And a lot of things come up to you in the writing. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. So. Uh, anyone who does get that book, I would love to get feedback in terms of how we can make it better. And yeah. Let us know. And. Um, just what comes up. I'm really Yeah, you can always email works. us at info at blackzen.co. Uh, we will leave you with that. So for the rest of this week, just start to think about what position are you currently playing in your life right now? And is that position working for you? Yes. Is it perhaps time to switch switch positions? There you go. Right? We'll see you next week.